Hello, I'm Ben Eagle, a podcaster, journalist, and rural communications consultant, and welcome to Rural Business Focus. This is the podcast for rural businesses and those looking to start a business in the countryside. Episodes are released each Tuesday to inspire and support you to be your very best, both personally and for your business. Please subscribe to the show wherever you're listening, and if you think this episode will help someone you know, forward it on to them. It's the only way the show grows by you sharing it. So thank you for that. But now, Let's start today's show. everyone. I hope you all had a good start to the week and welcome to episode 14 of Rural Business Focus. Uh, today we're talking about online events and the horse world as well um, for the first time on this podcast actually, even though we had Rhea on last week um, who is obviously specialises in that world. Um, I am joined by Katie Bateman um, who is the founder and director of the Equine Show 24-7, as well as Head of Community Engagement, Sales and Operations at Virtual Expo 24-7. Uh, now, during COVID, we became pretty used to virtual events. And although many events have gone back to a face-to-face format, at the very least, most will still have a virtual aspect to them, um, which in essence just enables greater audience engagement, um, making physical distance less important. Um, And the virtual expo model um, also developed uh, during the years of COVID lockdown. uh, And Equine Show 24-7 is testimony to this. So I'm really pleased to have Katie on the show to tell us all about this. Um, It's been a few weeks in the making this, this episode, so it's great to be recording it. Katie, welcome to the show. And how's your week going? Oh, thank you for having me, Ben. It's so lovely to finally speak to you after all this time. Yeah. Um, week has been great. Uh, busy week as always. I'm podcast. I've got various different hats on with the yeah. uh, Virtual Expo 247. Um, but with Equine Show 247 obviously is my other side of the business, like you've said. Um, and uh, I'm here to just kind of educate people about what Equine Show 247 is about. Okay. So tell us a bit about you and your career, first of all, because your past experience, it really crosses the equine world and the events and conferences world. Yeah, I've done a bit of both. So I've always had a passion for horses, grown up at a very early age, lucky enough to have ponies, um, did the pony club, uh, point to pointing, uh, team chasing, uh, eventing, etc. Then actually went to university and studied equine science at Oxford Brooks. Then went travelling actually, um, and realised that uh, I, you know, I need to do something with my degree. So I then uh, went into a, a job at a polo club uh, just up the road from us and started as a training centre manager there and then went into corporate management there, ended up playing polo. So 
that's how that started. Then from there, I kind of wanted to do something else. So I went into the exhibition um, and sponsorship side, actually in the healthcare world. So I did that for, I think, about seven years, um, doing all the the exhibitions, uh, dealing with the exhibitors, sponsorship. So quite a broad range of things, dealing with clients and, and, and getting new business in. Then Came, came about this opportunity with Virtual Expo 247. And obviously that concept and that model was, you know, developed before COVID. Yeah. Um, so it wasn't on the back of that. It was always in place um, to create online uh, community platforms. So exhibitors have a presence uh, for 12 months with a virtual space so they can update their content whenever they want. Um, But visitors have access to the exhibition hall, seminars, blogs, and and creating those platforms basically in any industry. And that's what we have done over the last three years now. We've got various different platforms. And then I decided to also, as I work for Virtual Expo 247, Mm. to throw myself in and I have my own business as well and do an equine show 247 where I can put my passion of the love of horses into a concept that I'm very passionate about as well pull it all together and actually fill the gaps that's in the market um, and and then help everyone in terms of exhibitors and visitors as well okay before we talk more about equine show 247 i want to dive straight into covid actually which is thankfully as a subject it's not something that we talk about too much now but clearly in this particular space it did have a massive impact Mm. take us back to those sort of early days of covid and the early days of the business as well Mm. and how covid shaped it if at all but i'm guessing it did Yes, yeah, it certainly did. I th- yeah, yeah, HR Tech Two Four Seven actually was launched in the April um, when we all got first hit. Now, obviously, a load of physical exhibitions, trade shows, events all cancelled, and they were cancelled for so- quite a long time. Virtual events then came about because then they realised that they could they could still do something, but have a virtual event for one or two days. Now, sometimes they worked and sometimes they didn't sometimes the software didn't work as well as expected and this is ranging across all the industries so um you know those were very challenging times um but with the virtual expo 247 and and the platforms that we've created um it actually it opened a lot of people's eyes up and realized that actually you know what physical events have stopped at the moment but they will continue after COVID. But this is something different. This is another avenue where we can, you know, create exposure and brand awareness in a virtual way. And the fact is it's not, you know, time limited. It's not one or two days. So there's a presence on there. You can have your virtual space, update your content whenever you want, submit seminars and blogs, you know, speak to me on coffee chats and podcasts as well. But having... That yeah, that virtual presence that lasts longer and carry on the engagement and you know physical events have now come back, which is fantastic. You know, there's a true key place for face to face networking. Absolutely. You know, seeing people, seeing your clients, etc. And definitely not going to take that away from any industry. But there's also there's a gap where you could actually carry on the engagement after a physical event by then looking at a virtual platform like us 
you know, speaking to them, contacting them through various different ways, because we pull all those resources together on your virtual space and and, and just giving an opportunity uh, for everyone to, you know, to take on board and, and build it into their marketing mix as well. Hmm. So Equine Show 247, you've mentioned a bit about your horse background, your polo background, but you came to, what are we now? A couple of years ago, I suppose. Was it your idea that, that you went to them or was it an op- an option? Because obviously this space can be used for, it's, it's one of the benefits of it. It can be used for, for pretty much any industry. Yeah. So I was very lucky to give in the opportunity to um, have my own platform from from Bob Rehill, who actually is the founder of Virtual Expo 247. Okay. Um, and he is all about encouraging people um, and, and their careers, etc. So I was very lucky and honoured that he said, why don't you do what you've always loved, you know, about equine? Why don't you do an equine platform? And I, you know, I couldn't say no. Why Why would I say yeah. no when I know that the concept works and I love everything about the equine industry? So that's what basically gave me the kick. So I then started developing it with our web um, team, our content creators, et cetera, putting it all together. I had this vision in my head. Uh, you know, I wanted orange and gray. I knew what things were going to look like I'd been yeah. writing lists I've been doing you know I'd got yeah. this whole buzz about me this is what I want to do and they basically did my put my ideas onto the screen and did it and I mean incredible work the team is amazing yeah. I love them to bits and so then yeah I launched Equine Show 247 in April you know the equine industry is what 3.4 billion pounds in the UK um you know, and the platform is not just UK based, it's global. So we have visitors all over the world coming to the platform, but as well as exhibitors, they can showcase their brands and businesses, um, you know, wherever they are as well, all on one place. So it's very exciting times and, and it's certainly growing. You know, it's not very old at the moment, but I'm my main focus at the moment is about educating people in the equine industry about the concept about how visitors can access you know blogs and seminars um to educate them uh whether they're a happy hacker or you know they're um they're they're top athletes Mm. and they're you know competing in the olympics etc there's something for everyone but for the brands out there they can still go to their trade shows their physical trade shows they can still go to their virtual events if they wish Mm. But this is another portal that they can incorporate into their marketing and create exposure and brand aware- awareness. And that's what my focus and my objective is. Okay, yeah. So so for, for either a punter or, or perhaps a business looking to exhibit, uh, someone who hasn't actually explored a virtual expo before or experienced mm-hmm. it, um, what would you say are the main benefits for them? I think being able to update your content whenever you want so you're in complete control you know once you want to sign up to the platform you get a login details through your client profile you log on to the website you can make those amendments so if you want to add another video or another news article or submit a blog it's a couple of clicks away of just uploading it sending it us to our content team they will get that up within 20 to 24 to 48 hours and then it's updated on your virtual space so it's a, a virtual concept that's very easy, but it's also um, affordable as well. You've got a presence on there for 12 months and it's basically an annual admin fee for us to just update your content. But it means that your information is not static. Yeah. So 
you're not just having a, a logo and a, a paragraph and a website. You, you continue engaging with the community platform. And that's what's really key about exposure and brand awareness as well. What have you been, what, what have people been sort of telling you in terms of feedback about what, what they found, uh, how they found it so far? Yeah, I've had such lovely comments about it. So I've got um, a couple of exhibitors that their spaces went live last week. Um, uh, their charities that I'd love to, uh, you know, l- love always to support yeah. um, and have and create their presence, um, etc. Um, they're all loving the concept and make and the fact is that it's so easy as well. Mm. You know, there's like three steps to get on board. That's it. You know, that's as simple as it is. And then updating your content like that but also with the I think with the visual virtual space because you've got uh four different designs to choose from all with a featured image in the background um the virtual spaces look incredible I'm very impressed with them and yeah and with their logos etc content the blogs is is going particularly well and sharing that on on social media as well and tagging businesses into it as well so it's 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 broadening that network and that audience um but yeah i've had such lovely comments i'm so i'm so lucky yeah just just from a basic marketing point of view i think that's that's particularly clever having that blog aspect because you're automatically increasing your seo um for each of those clients so not only have you got your access on this virtual space but actually your search engine um, results is going to it's going to improve that as well yeah exactly and um i also write my own blogs when i've got five minutes to spare but and <laughs> say, when do you do that when yeah when do i do that i mean yeah i uh it's um it's it's challenging at times with time etc but i actually re- i think it's so much easier to write something that you love mm. rather than you know i remember back at school or something writing an essay i don't want to write an essay about that and you don't put the you know 100% into it when you're writing something you love and you're very passionate about i think it comes out when you're writing so whether it's about the virtual exhibition world or whether it's the equine industry world i've wrote both concept you know about both concepts and i think i well i hope it comes across in my writing that uh, you know, I'm passionate about it, and it's not as daunting as everyone thinks it is. Yeah. They say virtual world, and you know, it's not that bad. It it was always here. It was it just got accelerated yeah. exactly through COVID because we had no option. Virtual world is going to continue growing, yeah. and it's all and it's always had a presence. It's just everyone is now aware of it because yeah. of COVID and being stuck at home, etc. Uh, let's take a bit of a step back and talk about the equine world more broadly because um, there will probably be some listeners to this uh, who are outside that world. Um, certainly, my knowledge, I'm from more of a farming background, so my, my knowledge of it isn't great. Um, so can you just give us an idea of the size and scale of the equine industry and I suppose the current opportunities that people are looking at, the challenges it faces? Yeah, so um, like I said, uh, equine industry in the UK is worth £3.4 billion. Um, uh, pounds. So it's a big industry. Yeah. Um, you know, people, uh, you know, they, people ride, They whether they just ride once a month, you know, or they, are, you know, go competitions and etc. cetera. Um, you know, the young kids coming up through riding schools, going to pony club, it's a growing you know industry and i think there is so there is so many brands out there at the end of the day whether they're little startups or they're big established brands there's a such a broad aspect on all of them 
with the equine world, sometimes the challenges with marketing, you know, it's quite costly at times. If you're a startup or a small business, you know, you've got a little tax shop down the corner. How do they use that? You know, that's all right for their area because people know about them. But on the wider scale, people don't know about that, you know, that shop or that brand that's actually just down the road. So I think the challenges are is that the marketing aspect and getting exposure and brand awareness can be quite daunting. It can be very expensive as well. Um, You know, social media is fantastic. It's a free resource. So everyone can get onto, they can, you know, speak to people, get their message across with their followers. But when it comes to a bigger scale, people then start backing off. If you're the bigger brands, you're everywhere because you have that capability to do that. You've got the capacity of your team and funding. So I think that's why the other, you know, reason why I wanted to do something with the, the Equine Show 247 is the fact is that everyone on, you know, whether you're a small scale business or a large business, um, you can all have a presence on the platform and and everyone has an equal opportunity on the platform as well. So, you know, no one has a bigger presence than anybody else. Yeah. It's one package and no one's sponsoring anything. So the visitors can really explore the exhibition hall and really look into, oh, well, that's the, that brand I haven't seen before, or, you know, actually what content have they got, et cetera. So, I think that it's because it's such a vast industry and there's so many brands and businesses out there. I, you, you can't, you don't know them all, mm. but given the opportunity to visitors to explore all of them, that's, I think that's, a, you know, a great way to start um, uh, getting, uh, you know, your name out there as well. Okay. Let's talk about, uh, Virtual Expo 247 and I suppose the whole idea of, of virtual um, conferences themselves um, yeah. and the concept has really grown as an umbrella and it could be pretty much used for any sector, um, whether that's marketing, cars, fashion, agriculture. Um, how much growth has, 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 have you seen in that concept, I suppose, over the last two years or so? Yeah, so it's definitely it's definitely growing. All our platforms that we have created and they're all generating income, whether it's a franchising world, wedding show, fitness world, mm-hmm. healthcare, HR and payroll, they're all growing with visitors and exhibitors. But I think with over the last couple of years, you know, like we've mentioned COVID, you know, people are looking at other ways to have a lifestyle and work balance. And that's why the other aspect of Virtual Expo 247 is even more important because we can actually create platforms for individuals. So if you wanted to turn your passion into a business, but you don't know where to start, you could actually create a exhibition platform like ours in your industry. So uh, whether you have got a passion in golf or cats or farming equipment i mean Mm. farming equipment would be massive Mm. um you could actually with the support from us have your own virtual exhibition platform you can design it with our team and then it's up to you to you know get the exhibitors in do your marketing but obviously you've got support from us as well and have your own business and i think i think that's more important in this day and age when Mm. people are looking at lifestyle and work balance and whether they want to travel for two hours a day to get into work for a nine to five job 
or you know they've then that you know and they don't see their kids or put their be- kids to bed etc you know having a platform like this yes. you can do all that as long as you've got a laptop you can sit in front of you know the tv and do some work you can have your desk at home still do the kids and put them to bed and not worry about traveling anywhere but also doing something that you love and turning your passion into a business uh existing and i suppose maybe more established face-to-face conferences um i can sort of think of a few certainly off off the top of my head who have started having a virtual element to it um do you think that's become more popular as well so they'll they'll run their their conventional face-to-face um conference or or expo whatever it is but they'll also add in um a virtual element because people because there's that demand now Yep, exactly. And that's that's why I'm saying it's here to stay. So whether you used to do maybe three physical events as a company, you might be doing two physical events and then one virtual event. But it allows visitors to have the opportunity to go to the physical events and see face-to-face exhibitors, etc. But they've also got the opportunity where they go, well, actually... I can't make it that day, but in three months' time, there's a virtual event, so I can explore yeah. the exhibitions, or they they can explore the you know the seminars um, or the webinars that they place up and the talks. They can have that virtual em- element as well, and I I think it's really important that they have both, so they have a presence at both physical and virtual. Okay. Also, don't forget, you know, some people. Uh, you know, a bit mindful now about going to physical events and in also big public places. You know, it's really affected a lot of people. Yeah, mentally, whether they, you know, they're they're, they're very wary about that, but they obviously don't, you don't want them to miss out. So giving them the the option of going, well, they can actually sit at home on their phone, tablet, you know, laptop. They can still explore and, and, and learn about new you know, new products, or, you know, new services in whatever industry it is. It's just giving that option to everyone and 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 making them everyone feel comfortable. I think. Yeah. So we're recording this in in September 2022. Um, yeah. So you've you've gone you've gone quite quite far so far to the last yeah. last couple of years. But what's <laughs> the plan next? What's the plan now? Where are you going? Oh, well, well, who knows where I'm going? I mean, <laughs> um, obviously continuing to grow equine to. 247 that is my main focus about educating people about the concept um uh taking it forward um growing it as you know as a global platform not just a uk platform a global platform for virtual expo 247 continuing to uh, develop platforms uh develop platforms for clients develop platforms for companies so they can also have their online presence as well um they're just uh, you know growing and i think educating people about the concept and how it benefits them you know that the the fact is that they can have equal opportunities it's all in one place and the fact is eco-friendly you know no one's traveling to an event um you know and and also it's costly going to other events as well so Mm -hmm. having that element in it so making sure that it's cost effective for brands that they don't have to have hotel or transport or you know f- you know physical stands as well they mm. can do that but this is you know a- a- an annual admin fee and um they can have a virtual space for 12 months so yeah continuing to grow perfect i'm sure lots of listeners to this will be very interested whatever sector they're in yes. um i'm gonna ask you the the question which i ask every guest on the show and that's just uh your opportunity really to uh promote 
a any rural business or social media account? Oh, there's so many. I know. Oh. You can you can have a few if you want. Oh, I don't know. <laughs> I'm going to promote. I, I I'm just going to say you, Ben, because then that's oh. better. I'm going to promote you because. Oh, thanks, Katie. Well, that's I th- that I think that's the the best option and the best answer. Oh. Um, no one, no one has ever done that before. So I think there you, know, you go, I, there you go. That's your highlight to you. <laughs> <laughs> um, and then I'm going to bounce it back to you again then and say, yeah, how do people follow you on social media? All those yeah. various platforms you're on. So it's all Equine Show 247, um, whether it's Instagram, Facebook, Twitter. Um, I'm also on TikTok, uh, yep. LinkedIn, uh, Katie Bateman. Um, there's also an Equine Show 247 page on there as well. Um, type it into Google. You'll find us. Come to the website. Speak to me if you're interested. In, and Or, you know, if you're a visitor, I can help you out with questions. But, um, yeah, I'm I'm across the board of every account. Um, and so, yeah, just get in contact. Brilliant. Well, thank you so much for coming on here. It's been yeah, really interesting to learn more about the concept, um, learn more about your particular business and, and where that's going. And I'm sure I've, what I found fascinating about, about it, and actually I was having this conversation with another podcaster, again, in, in our sort of world, in the podcasting world, how your concept is still, it's still very new. Um, mm. as and, and so actually knowing where it's going to go, there's a lot of uh, just general industry growth and this sorts mm. of this sort of way of doing things, um, which, uh, yeah, so that you've got a great springboard and I'm sure you're in a fantastic place to take that yeah. forward. So best of luck. Thank you for the opportunity. Thank you. That's a pleasure. Next time on Rural Business Focus, I will be joined by PR consultant Megan Allen, um, who specialises in rural tourism and diversification. And we'll be talking about the power of storytelling um, and also the Rural Travel Guide, um, which Megan is the editor. Um, and on our sister podcast, Meet the Farmers, this week, I'm joined by Somerset farmer and Nuffield scholar Ollie White from Farm to Fork on the farm that I've actually been working on for the last uh, last six, eight weeks or so. Um, if you can do one thing after listening to this episode, please, please do rate and review the podcast on whatever platform you're listening. Uh, tag us at Rural Business Focus. We are still super new, uh, this particular podcast. So uh, I know I'm saying this every episode and you're getting sick of me saying it, but please do that. You have no idea how much that helps um, in terms of Apple Podcasts and Spotify and that lot in terms of telling more people about us. Um, but for now, I will leave you in the way that I leave you every episode. Try to do one thing that helps you progress this week and one thing that helps someone else. Keep focused and I will see you next time.